Hello, hello, and welcome back to Finish That Book. My name is Miss Kayton, and I think we should just jump back in. We are so close to the end. I literally can't wait, obviously, which is why I'm recording this. So let's just do it. Here we go. Ava. My team made it to the bunker first. The solid steel and concrete doors sealed shut. The five-spoke gilded handle will not budge an inch, and there's no one else in sight. The thermal sensor says there's only one person inside, Paul assures me from topside. It's just the governor, Alexander, and me. I'm about to face Roth with only his son by my side. If it comes down to bloody blood loyalty, I'm outnumbered. No, Roth ordered Halton's death. We're competing on who gets to have their vengeance first. But first, we have to get to the bunker. Get the bunker open. I've already shot at the door. I knew it wouldn't work, but I tried anyway. General Pierce told us the governor's underground shelter is fire, blast, radiation, and impact resistant, able to withstand a nuclear or chemical attack. There's no forcing our way through. Are you sure you don't see the combination dial or thumb scan to gain entry? Paul asks me again. I scour the door for the fourth time, still finding nothing. Then, yes, I see it, I say into my mouthpiece. Does Alexander's right thumbprint have a whirl or loop pattern? Paul asks, cool-headed and focused. I grab Alexander's hand. Whirl, I say, immediately seeing his plan. He's going to create an artificial, digitally produced master print that can imitate a range of fingerprints accurately enough to calm the sensor into thinking it's Governor Roth's. In our old life, Mira had to put on synthetic strips with my prints every time she left the basement. The only part of me she didn't have to. Done, Paul says in my ear, startling me out of my memory. A flash of green light beside the scanner. We're in. Alexander looks both impressed and mildly horrified. I never thought I'd see a hacker break through my father's security. Roth is in the center of the room, directly facing the door. Paul informs me. I relay the intel to Alexander, the former officer in the Texas State Guard. Instantly, he springs into action. A soldier, once more, turning the spoke handle on the door, barking out orders to me. We'll stack on the left side of the door. I'll take point. You take the number two position. When I squeeze your leg, we will immediately enter the room. No hesitation. Never lower the barrel of your gun. Only fire if fired upon first. I know, I say bristling at having to take commands from a Roth. But Alexander's trained for moments like this. I need to check myself. We both have the same objective. Lots of luck, Paul breathes, his voice now tense as we line up in position. Alexander throws the steel door open wide, reaches back to firmly press my leg, and then we both burst into the bunker, guns raised. On the ground now, Alexander shouts. But it's not Governor Roth we find hiding inside. It's Sky Lynn. You're dead, I say stupidly, half-lowering my gun, at a complete loss. What is going on? Her two French braids disheveled, Sky sits on an ornate wing-back chair in the center of the plush-carpeted room, looking perfectly calm, as if the common finding her in Roth's bunker was part of the plan all along. She's not handcuffed. There are no cuts or bruises or signs of a struggle. Sky is here willingly. Our betrayer. Where is the governor? Alexander shouts at Skye. He scans the extravagant room, a safe house outfitted for nobility, four-poster bed and all. 
but Roth isn't here. She's a decoy, I snap. Governor Roth was never here. A microchipless red herring, focusing the commons assault away from where Roth is actually concealed. I scream and fire my gun into the ceiling, allowing my anger to let loose from the cage I've kept it locked inside. If we don't have Roth, we have nothing. Pouncing on the traitor, one of our own, I point my gun directly between her eyes. Why? I demand. You spent years locked in a prison cell for the commons cause. You killed people for it, and then you betray us. Why? We need to leave now, Alexander urges me. We don't have time for this. We need to find Theo and Mira. We need to find the governor. I press the barrel of my gun deeper into the turncoat's forehead. I'm razor sharp again, ready and able to cut through anything. Why shouldn't I be the one doing the hurting this time? This girl's treachery has caused so much of it. Mira's and my imprisonment, Roth's state invasions, multiple common members' deaths, payback. Not the primary revenge I desire, but a taste of it. Rayla said an eye for an eye makes for a blind world, but I am filled with so much hate that half my sight is already gone. If my world goes dark in consequence, so be it. Your father's the one who told me it was possible. Sky finally speaks. She lifts her dark eyes to stare into mine, and I see my pain cast back at me. That what is possible? I ask, my stomach twisting at the mention of my father. Three strikes, and a state governor has the power to do what they will with you. She holds up her hand, counting them off with her fingers. A low-ranking thief, marked a juvenile criminal, strike one. An inherited genetic disorder I would continue to pass on to future generations, strike two. Displayed sexual interest in the same sex, strike three. Sky tells me, never breaking eye contact, her tones detached, void of emotion, like she's talking about someone else's life. I was labeled an undesirable candidate to bring a child into this used-up nation. I was sterilized, prevented from passing on my bloodline. She lowers her three raised fingers, and I lower my gun, my head spinning. My cell was next to Darren's for a week. He talked to me about his love for his twin daughters, and I told him why I wanted to take down the family planning division, Sky continues. Darren understood. He told me that was that was my tubal sterilization could be reversed. Tubal ligation reversal. It's tricky and not a guarantee, but father's right. It's possible. Governor Roth promised you the surgery? Alexander asks. Her motives for double-crossing the common plain as day. She wants what the government tells her she can't have. A child. A family. A right to choose. After five years locked in prison holes, Roth comes into my cell, offering a trade. Intel for surgery, she says, bitterness in her low voice, and I took the traitor's deal. We're finished here, Alexander presses. We came here for the governor. Where's Roth now? Where's Mira? But I have to know. Did Sky succeed? Did you get what you wanted in exchange for handing your country over to a man who will destroy it? I ask. I did not, Sky spits, staring daggers at Alexander. Every Roth is a liar. The edges of Skye's lift, lips lift into a shadow of a smile. But your father should be careful what he touches. What does that mean? Did she poison Governor Roth, an assassin once more? Ava, there are bodies headed your way from the north and west, Paul says, urgent in my ear, bringing me back to my current dire reality inside this bunker. 
The sound of boots charging in our direction causes Alexander to turn his weapon toward the door. Flash, Alexander challenges. If it's our side, they should respond thunder. No response. Sky lifts the barrel of my gun back to her forehead. Please, shoot me. I can't go back to Guardian Tower. Flash, a voice challenges from the tunnelway. Emery. Thunder, Alexander answers. All at once, Emery's and Xavier's teams charge into the bunker, out of breath and weapons raised. They didn't find Roth either. Emery takes one look at Sky and assesses the situation in a heartbeat, pulling out a pair of handcuffs, biting down on the inside of her cheeks hard. Where's Mira? I shout, heart sinking. She and Theo should be here by now. We haven't seen her, Kipling says, suited up in dark tactical gear and a ball cap. He looks like a stranger without his cowboy hat on. I pull my gun away from Skye's forehead and rush out into the passage. Empty, all clear. The thermal drones picking up two bodies close to the east tunnel entrance, Paul says in my ear. Relief crashes through me in a giant wave. Theo and Mira. But then, all the hairs on my body stand on end. Where are Rayla and Haven? Did they run into trouble in the mansion? Theirs was the shortest path to the bunker. Ava, the drone's been shot down, Paul warns, fear slipping into his voice. We're sightless. We're on our own now. I hear more pounding boots round the east corner, the direction my team entered the tunnel from, but it's not Mira and Thero. Theo, it's Ciro and Berend. How the hell did they end up to the east? Roth created a tangled web beneath his lair. Is the target captured? Berend shouts, a pistol in each hand. I battled my way across the country for the second time in two months to face off with Governor Roth, to take my revenge against the man who shattered my whole life. But right now, the only faces I want to see are my family's. The need to find them suddenly overwhelms me, overpowering my urge to find Roth. I have to get to my family before he does. Owen. The First Lady won't stop shrieking. Is anyone shot? Rayla shouts, checking on Haven and me. No, just the bad guys, I mumble in my I-just-survived-a-shootout stupor. Those are four very real dead bodies on the floor. I've seen my share of dead bodies before tonight, but I wasn't even the one responsible for making people turn into dead bodies. If we're keeping tallies, it's probably two for me, in the span of two hours. I shove that score aside and focus my eyeline above the ground. Someone put a lid on the First Lady, Blaze grumbles in my ear. Haven hauls Mrs. Roth after her by their zip-tied wrists. More screaming, more guards, Haven warns, clipped into the point. This shuts the First Lady up. The second she does, I almost hanker for her to howl again. It's way too quiet in here. Like, we could be in the center of a deep cave quiet. And it's definitely as dark as one. Visibility is zilch. The windows are sealed. The walls must be ultra-soundproof. Half the capital citizens and half the Texas Guard are out there, unleashing Armageddon, and all I hear is my heartbeat. And Blaze. Two rooms down to the right, Blaze instructs, as calm as a Zen master. Then it's all clear for the tunnel entrance. All clear, I whisper to Rayla and our common guard. Rayla leads the way. Another fingerprint lock. Bullcrap. We'll be the last to get to the bunker. Haven slams Mrs. Roth's forefinger against the panel. Nothing. Working on it, Blaze says before I even ask what the hell the malfunction is. Our common guard turns on Mrs. Roth. Get us through this door immediately, or we will throw you to the mob. Threatening his first lady. A scant two hours ago, a comment like that would have landed him years of hard labor. 
In the present moment, a soldier smirks. Bet that felt good. It requires a voice command to unlock. Mrs. Roth finally fesses up. Do it, Rayla shouts. Haven presses Mrs. Roth's narrow lips to the speaker. Hail to the chief, the first lady spits out like acid. Rayla scoffs. That will never happen. He's going to kill us all, Mrs. Roth mutters. She looks like a wraith, one foot in her grave next to Halton's. Great pep talk. Rayla shoves open the crazy heavy door, and one by one we file into the bedroom. We're in, I whisper into my mouthpiece. Blaze, man, do you copy? We're almost to the tunnel opening. Radio silence. Dead air. It's like we just stepped into a black hole. We lost Blaze, I tell my guard, who updates Rayla. We'll have to be our own eyes then. We're midway to the closet when something moves in the corner. Someone. In the bed. There's someone in the bed. Governor Roth speaks so low it's subterranean. Agent Trace, when I give a freaking order, I expect it to be obeyed. Where is my medication, you useless half-wit? Our renegade train stops in its tracks. Can he not see us? And why is he practically whispering? The governor is in residence, I hiss, crossing all fingers, toes, and eyes in hopes that Blaze can hear. Send back up now. Medication. Really, Howard? Rayla says, all cool and conversational. What ails you can never be cured. Oh, to have a night vision and see the dumb shock hit the governor's face when he hears Rayla Cadwell's voice in his bedroom. I point my gun at the unmoving black shadow on the bed. You're surrounded, Roth, Rayla tells the man. Put your hands up and we end this clean. The shadow doesn't shift or stir. Zero signs of surrender. Full lights on, the command guard commands. The common guard commands. The room brightens like it's high noon. We're only 20 feet from the governor. The ogre of a man looks like he's been dunked in a sweat bath. Chunks of his latest meal dangle from his lower lip. His vulture eyes squint like they can't stand the light. Governor Roth looks sick, like he's on his deathbed. At a signal from Rayla, our line fans out, fencing in the governor. Don't poke the beast, but I can't help it. The once-in-a-lifetime rush of staring down the most powerful leader in our country is too strong. Just a small poke. I bet you never thought low rankers could break into your fortress. Well, ding-dong, the commons here, and we've taken over. Showing the first real signs of life, Roth rotates his thick neck, his focus bypassing me to land on his wife cowering at the foot of her old bed. Haven keeps Mrs. Roth's tiny body standing. You let them inside, Victoria? The governor growls. You've aligned yourself with the matriarch of gluts? There's sudden movement under the sheets. You can die with her too, Roth yells before firing a pistol. There are so many screams, but mine's the loudest. Rayla! But the bullet's not for Rayla. It's for his wife. Mrs. Roth drops to the carpet, taking Haven down with her. Haven! Rayla cries out, seeing the blood spattered on her daughter's face and chest. Not hers, I shout. Mrs. Roth's. All in slow motion, I see the governor go for a panic button on the side of the bed frame. Bullcrap, I shout, dive-bombing toward Roth. Rayla's flying at him from the opposite side, double-team style. The second I land on the bed, I swear right on top of a pile of vomit. The golden mattress folds into itself like a trunk, and a lid slides over the top, sealing the panic chamber shut. I howl bloody murder as all three of us drop down into a hidden compartment below the bed frame. Next thing I know, a light turns on, 
and a lot of things happen at once. Roth bulldozes his way through an escape hole in a corner of a coffin-like box. Does that lead into the tunnels? While Rayla reaches for her gun, which has become lodged between a stash of emergency water jugs, and someone lands on top of the abduction-proof bed above us and starts pounding. We're okay, Haven, I scream, wondering if she can hear me. But I've got no time to worry about that, because I'm busy discharging bullets toward Roth's backside. Empty clicks. Whoops, I'm out of bullets. And Roth made it out. Not good. Rayla, do we follow? No answer. I turn my head in the cramped space to find Rayla sort, sort of panting. She must have landed wrong. Her wounded arm looks bad, like she just dislocated her shoulder bad, and her stitches, they've busted open again. She groans, getting herself onto one hand and both knees, ready to crawl out after Roth's injured arm be damned. Out of nowhere, I get a flashback of Mrs. Roth's dead body crumpling onto the fancy white carpet like a rag doll. I better shut that terrible image out of my mind real quick. Rilla drags herself out of the small opening and I follow. Yep, we're definitely underground in the tunnels. Wasting no time, Rayla gets to her feet and charges left down the passage. Roth! She screams. His name bounces off the walls, leaving zero doubt he hears us coming. It sounds like an army is after him. Maybe the rest of the common is close. Roth! Rayla screams again, louder. Do not run away. I don't know how she's running, let alone breathing. Her blood is everywhere. She's bone white, drowning in sweat. Her slumped body races down the tunnel almost at a diagonal, her good side dragging her wounded side after her. Coward, Rayla shouts, trying to antagonize the governor into stopping and facing us, facing her. Coward, I scream too. Coward. The barrage of insults ricochets against the tunnel's concrete walls, finding him before we do. Governor Roth waits for us at the next turn, his pistol at his side. Roth stands in the center of the passageway like he's bulletproof. I remember that I am, too. No one shoots. We linger in a face-off. Roth suddenly teeters. Even in the pitch-black tunnel, I can make out how pale he is. Almost as pale as Rayla. He's like a sinister full moon. Roth's sick. A psycho, yes, but he's also physically ill. We can end this quick. You have nowhere to run, I shout. The common owns the tunnels. I shut my mouth. Rayla must have a million things to say to him. Rayla must get the final word. It's over, is all she says. It's all she needs to. Yes, it is over, Roth agrees. His gaze shifts over my shoulder. Is the governor smiling? I hear the pop a millisecond before I feel it. I'm shot, I say stupidly. Four more rounds are fired, two of the bullets connecting with my spinal cord. The pain is mind-melting. I faceplant onto the pavement. It's the fight of my life to suck in a breath. How am I even breathing? Bulletproof. It's all coming back to me. I'm wearing a bulletproof vest. A real one. Baron. He handed them out at the t theater. Rayla's up against the wall, trying to lift her gun. Her shooting arm is shot up and disabled. I twist my neck, scraping my cheek along the jagged concrete to look at what I we didn't see coming. Guards. Roth's back up, not ours. The governor takes his time coming for us, coming for Rayla. The gun drops from my leader's hand. Her strength is seeping out of her. I'm in a virtual game, a dream, a freaking nightmare. I can't move. I can't scream. All I can do is watch. The governor stands toe-to-toe -to -toe with Rayla. He says everything he needs to with the bullet he sends straight between her eyes. 
When Rayla hits the floor, I have an out-of-body experience. I look for her soul floating up here with me. I can't find her. Don't die, I tell it. Her. Me. I'm doing a really great job at playing dead. The guards step on and over me to flank their governor. I think I black out for a while after that. When I come to, I'm alone. I spend the next 20 seconds staring into Rayla's eyes. They never blink. Don't die. Don't die. Don't die. Rayla, don't die, I shout. Shout as loud as you want. She'll never hear you again. That life-stopping fact powers me up to my feet. I grab Rayla's gun and sprint down the tunnel like an injured bat out of freaking hell. I fall to the ground, pretty sure my ribs cracked from the bullets hitting the vest. Too bad. Get back up. Rayla's dead, Blaze. I pant through gritted teeth to no one. Blaze can't hear me. I lost my mouthpiece somewhere in Roth's escape bed. I'm on my own down here. And Roth's getting away. He's going to get away with everything if I don't catch him. Stop him. Shoot him. Back on my feet, I drag one foot after the other. Left, right, left, right. One tunnel after the next. Then the tail end of the governor's guard is in my sights. Bullets fly, but not toward me. Up ahead to the left side of a crossroads. Grab the boy, shoot the rest. Roth's orders reach me down the passage. Am I the boy? No, Theo! Someone's rage-filled cry gets cut off by gunfire. Was that Mira? Theo. He's the one Roth wants. I catch sight of his hair tossed over a guard's shoulder. Needle to the neck. Theo's out like a light. The governor's taking another one of us, and I can't do Jack to stop him. Roth! I scream, hoping Rayla's words will work the second time. Do not run away, coward. But when I reach the junction, it's Mira I find this time, not Roth. She's lying flat on the ground at the entrance of a side passage. The instant I spot her bulletproof vest, she comes to, gasping for air. I help her to her feet as our reinforcements finally storm down the tunnel. Too late. He took Theo, Mira chokes out the words. He took Rayla, too. We race up an exit ladder, no idea what we'll find on the surface. Two of four guards hang out the side of the van, dead. Paul is on the ground. A helicopter's in the air. The governor's escaping, Alexander shouts at the top of his lungs. The emerging common members shoot at the military chopper, but it flies away until it's a pinprick in the sky. I bet Alexander doesn't know yet that his son's in there, too. Ava's bent over Paul's body. Her slippery hands cover a hole in his neck. Her screams sound like alarms. But we'll all never wake up from this nightmare. Rayla's last words were, It's over. I mutter out loud. Last words? Mira asks, her voice all raspy and broken. What do you mean? I stand there quiet, delaying the truth. It all definitely feels over. have one more section I actually planned ahead instead of just reading (laughs) and forcing myself to stop. Um, So I stopped this one a little sooner so we would have kind of two full episodes left but but this is it one more and um, then we're finished so I will talk to you guys later.